Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session. Uh, and this is, uh, we're now Wednesday, the 11th of October. Um, good morning, everyone. I hope you're all keeping well. The whole idea behind this particular session is for us to do our planning during the next sort of 15 to 20 minutes. It's uh, do our analysis, have a look at market fundamentals, uh, assess risk. We'll have a look at the bond markets as well, and we'll uh, we'll do a technical analysis, and we'll hopefully be able to present a bit of a coherent view of these markets. Now, interesting times at the minute. There's a lot of sort of um, potentially kind of a volatile developments in the pipeline. We've got not just war in Ukraine, but we also got war in in, in Israel now, um, and the geopolitical fallout of that could be really quite significant with the involvement of Iran and the US. They've already um, they're sending their warships to that region and um, providing some military hardware uh, to the Israeli side. And um, there's warnings from Turkey. So the whole, you know, we've also got Saudi Arabia and, um, and Egypt as well. The whole sort of region is um, is alarmed um now the the fallout of this we'll have a look at the markets in a second um we're not really seeing any kind of market response as of yet um to that type of situation but it could escalate very very quickly uh, depending on how this thing unfolds um so let's get straight into it then we'll break it down for you in a little bit more detail uh, please see our risk warning currently up on screen and just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Um, so all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we then want to enter and exit those markets? It's taking control over that decision-making process, which is what's important. Um, risk management, do consider how you manage your risk. Do you, how much capital do you commit to each trade? And, um, and have a look at those levels in detail. Trade management as well, it's important that uh, you're able to have a methodology which allows you to mitigate risk on occasion and allows you to um, to book in profits when you can. Um, and then trade psychology is an important feature. And these markets are are quite tentative right now if you if you sort of stand back and, and look at the, the overall direction, which is what we'll do. So, there's definitely a bit of nervousness out there. We had a period of uh, strong buying followed by a, a kind of a strong reversal. So we seem to retrace any meaningful move that we kind of see. And there is a, there's a few elements coming down the line as well, um, which we have a look at now through the news. Um, so we do address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms go through this process and uh, just let you know we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use disciplined with our capital uh, and of course be patient we've we wanted to just see how these last couple of days were going to play out we're expecting probably a little bit of a bullish move and we've actually seen one of those so so let's then start with a review of potential market moving news so like i said there's a on the geopolitical front um, right now. Um, as far as individuals is concerned uh, at lunchtime, 
we've got core PPI. So we're going to get a round of producer price index numbers in terms of the prices for input costs. So they're going up or down. Um, they're, they're expected to still be growing, but um, month on month, but it looks like they're kind of softening in that growth. So it's um, doesn't really help the Fed in any great, great extent, because it just means that, that inflation is remaining really quite sticky. So this is going to be an interesting event. It's the FOMC meeting minutes. And um, we're going to get a little bit of a breakdown in terms of, you know, um, a little breakdown from all the members in terms of what their views are and um, and the markets are looking at whether they're trying to pick clues from it in terms of whether the, the momentum is beginning to shift regarding rate hikes uh, and we'll start to pause and perhaps even um, look for opportunities to start weakening and this is what this is what these equity markets are really trying to get to grips with. And, and just to let you know, tomorrow morning, we, we'll have GDP month on month. Um, it looks like we're going to be in, in a state of, of minimal growth. The UK economy is kind of flatlining, but tomorrow's GDP number could be at least positive. And then all eyes on tomorrow's CPI numbers. So we do have an important 24 hours. Um, and unemployment claims in there is again, which is going to show really kind of sticky, really strong jobs market yet again. So let's have a little look at yesterday's price action. So if we just look at the S&P, first of all. So if you remember, we had some really positive jobs numbers, which is likely to be really quite negative for these equity markets. And we saw a pretty comprehensive reversal, just cleaning out this market completely. Uh, a really, really bullish move. And then we gapped to the downside and did pretty much nothing for most of the day before making these attempts to, 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 to push higher. And we saw the same thing yesterday. We drifted sideways for most of the day and then we saw basically a two hour breakout followed by a three hour reversal. And we've done absolutely nothing since. So yes, we are making progress to the upside and it is grinding higher. Um, it just doesn't fill us with confidence in terms of, you know, this being nothing more than just a kind of a, a pullback phase. So yesterday's high, we did get quite close to the 50 period moving average. Um, and today now these markets have kind of decisions to make. So we've, we've, we would have liked actually this market to actually push a little bit higher um, for opportunities to start selling, but we can certainly look at some rollover trades if and when they arrive. You can see there's been no progress made whatsoever overnight in terms of the Asian session. So volatility is erratic at best. So this is that pullback phase as well, running into the 200 period moving average. And we're not surprised to see these prices bounce off the 200 period moving average for the for the Dow Jones. It, it, it is what we would expect. We'd be looking to, to buy above the 200 period. We'd be looking to sell below it. So 
the um So the NASDAQ next similar analysis, long periods of sideways moving price action followed by you know, two or three hours of productive price action. Um, so it's a bit trickier than it perhaps appears. A little bit of a bounce. You see a break above the 77.56 for the FTSE would be a, a, a confirmed kind of breakout uh, of, of this kind of downward momentum that we're seeing. Uh, a descending triangle as you can see and um we're still at that important decision making point we've had a bit of a, a bounce already today oh sorry that bounce was yesterday wasn't it yeah so today let me zoom in yeah today we've just had very little sort of movement so far the dax similar situation our bias oh let's say we are certainly getting A strong bounce off these lows. We were looking at these levels yesterday. If we just pushed a bit higher, it would sort of tick the box in terms of running into resistance. But we can certainly have a look at turnaround moves at these levels. So just to clarify, our bias is to the downside at some point. Um, we're currently experiencing a bit of a pullback. Um, the market still have to digest the... Um, the rate hike situation in the US, the fact that rates are going to be higher for longer, uh, and we can see that on the, the near end and also the, the 10 year treasury as well, um, which I'll get those, those markets up in just a second. Just one quick word on Bitcoin, just rolling over off these highs now. So um, yeah, it's just a sideways moving market. So looking at the S&P 500, just want to just share this. We've, we've had significant narrowing of this um, yield inversion. So we're getting the two year just coming off its highs a little bit. We were up at 5.15. Um, so we're rolling over off the highs. Um, and if we look at the 10 year treasury, we're getting a, a bit of softening coming through now, this is probably a bit of softening before we go into the next rally to the upside, which would have a meaningful impact um, on the equity markets. So at the minute, they're kind of supporting a bit of upside. Um, we're waiting for that narrative to begin to shift and perhaps looking at these bond yields would be, um, would be a good starting point to see if we get actually a green light for that next leg to the upside for US Treasuries. Um, but we are getting this narrowing of this inversion um, and it's really we are getting a bit of downside on the near end the two-year but we're certainly getting significant upside on the uh, on the 10-year the longer term treasury yield so the bond markets are in a they're in a kind of a, a worrying state let's say we've got bond prices um down uh, and yields up but there's a bit of softening in that kind of outlook just currently but i'm sure this is the this is the pullback before we probably get more highs before 
this um, these bond markets start to calm down a little bit. So interesting developments. Um, I suppose the fact remains: what do we do with these equity markets? And we still we're going to maintain our kind of overall outlook is that we're looking for rollover and signs to actually start selling these markets. And really, that that can remain intact. Um, we have had two days of, of really quite bullish market response, but you've seen the nature of that bullish move. It's it's slow and it's grinding, and then we just get a couple of hours of really explosive price action, and then we kind of retrace off the highs. So a bit of a mixed picture, really. It's not it's not clear cut by any stretch. Okay, commodities next. Um, we wanted to see if uh, U.S. oil would break out. Uh, above these highs and if so we'd get a decent buy trade if it rolls back below we'd, we'd be looking at sell trade and we want to see how this war in in israel could impact oil supplies and um we've got a kind of a, a two-day sideways moving pattern now once we gapped to the upside for oil so our bias would be to the upside but there is quite a few significant moving parts to the oil market and um, would need to be sort of weighed up to a certain degree. But we, we've got pure consolidation at the minute, as you can see, and our bias would be higher. So worth looking at if we get that opportunity. Okay, so we're getting that little pullback. We'd like gold to actually push a little bit higher. We'll get the moving averages coming down to it. There's a lot of resistance up at the, um, the 1880 level. So, and we failed to close the gap here as well as far as um, gold. So we closed the gap in most markets, which is what we we're talking about on Monday, but um, not not every market closed. Gold and oil have failed to close. And uh, now it looks like we're, yesterday, pure indecision. Today it looks a little bit more bullish. So moving on to things like the yen pairs, just before we do the dollar, the, euro, the pound yen and the euro yen, and the dollar yen are all looking certainly more more bullish or constructive to the upside um we're looking to see if there's any more on this um last week we had a, a really strong spike to the downside off the back of the, uh, the boj um kind of needing really to to normalize with their monetary policy approach so um so that leaves us with the us dollar and we've been saying for the last couple of days that this buying, we probably don't want to be getting into this kind of short-term move, um, although it's looking a lot more constructive perhaps than we anticipated. But we, every potential for this market to actually push higher, and then we want to see if we can get in on the rollover trade to the downside. So we're just biding our time still. Um, with potentially a little bit more upside. So we've run into resistance now for the pound. So we've got FTSE, FTSE up. Um, we'd be looking for the pound to the downside and the FTSE higher. So there could be a decent sell trade there um, in, in, in the pound dollar. Um, we're just selling off. We've got potential support just at the 200 period moving average so um, we probably expect this market to come down a little bit more before we we can probably get pull the trigger on that buy trade the dollar cad it's going to be a little bit more dependent on on 
on oil at the minute and we can see that us oil is just really in a sideways pattern so there's that pullback you know a week of kind of pullback we're still in consolidation so it is a it is a tough one but let's see at what point we get that rollover to the downside running into resistance as well for the for the new zealand dollar so we're, we're not taking our eyes off the potential for that risk off trade beginning to kick back in again it's just that downward momentum you get a pullback bit of sideways downward momentum sideways move bit of pullback so th this is how these markets do ebb and flow so our bias is going to remain the same um let me just move this along so we're still looking for risk off market conditions due to the fed higher rates for longer narrative with inflation in focus um unfortunately guys that that pretty much kind of stays the same it's kind of exactly where we're at with um with these current markets and when this little bullish phase subsides you know we will probably get some sellers coming back in and we want to try and piggyback um the the sell trades rather than the the short-term buy trades so um So we are looking for further US, US indice weakness, or EU indice weakness, and we're looking for some further dollar strength after this current pull, pull back. Okay, so just to sort of add further clarification, really, we're looking for the US indices and EU indices to roll over to the downside at some point. We want to get involved in that particular trade. And also, we're looking for further dollar strength um, after this current pullback has sort of completed. So we, we, we kind of have a plan. We, we know what we're looking to do. We, we've kind of got the fundamentals supporting some selling but we're not getting any kind of follow through to any great extent. So that therein lies some of the difficulties. All right, then guys, um, listen, on that note, that's kind of our approach. That's what we're looking to try to do. So we have markets like the pound dollar, which could be interesting for us to look at. Um, something like the New Zealand dollar as well. A couple of opportunities there. Um, and elsewhere, we're just going to sort of wait for the structural failure trades to start kicking in. And that is likely to be the catalyst for some further selling. So we'll break it down in a lot more detail in our live trade room now. We're going to switch rooms. So thanks very much for joining us. Uh, just to let you know, we are still for now, we're quite, we're still in this hawkish Fed. And today's PPI numbers and tomorrow's CPI numbers are likely to feed into that sticky inflation narrative. And we anticipate it's likely to bring about a bit of a risk off view uh, where indices roll over, dollar higher bond yields will, will potentially make a new move to the upside and we might get further downside on the commodity side. So the, those are the correlations we're kind of keeping a close eye on for now. Okay, so any questions, we'll gladly uh, post them into the chat box, guys. We're going to switch rooms now anyway, so if you want to talk to us there, you're welcome to do so. Um, we do, just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session, and then we're back again at 12.45 
p.m. for the U.S. cash open. And these are all UK times, by the way, so do check your local time. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com and we're happy to help you there. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care and we look forward to, um, to seeing you next time. Bye for now.